This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. When God breathed into man's nostrils, his spirit, the breath of life, his spirit, that has reference to another type of the person of the Holy Spirit. Type, symbol, emblems, icons, help us understand the character of God's nature. Maybe somebody is doing some big things in business, an idea is an entrepreneur, doing some great things in business. We might say, she's a beast in business. Well, she's not a beast. But we're helping you to understand by, by think, using that, that symbol to help you see how she's going hard in business. Does that make sense? So these are types and emblems and icons of the person of the Holy Spirit because we're no longer able to ignore him as if he doesn't exist. He is a viable part of the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Like we sang today, I don't want to talk about you like you're not in the room. I want to look right at you and I want to sing right to you. The Holy Spirit is the invisible force of God that has been invested in you. When he breathed into man's nostril, the breath of life, the wind, the power, the invisible force of God. Another word is the ruach of God or the spirit of God. That's the Hebrew word. The ruach of God is the spirit of of God. If we keep reading in Genesis chapter 2, we'll see where man was uh, placed in the garden and he would have fellowship with God in the cool of the day. In the cool of the day. Fellowship with God in the cool of the day. In the wind of the day. In the, in the breath of the day. In the invisible moving power of the day. It literally means the wind of the day, the ruach or the wind. So I asked God, I'm like, what does that look like for him to show up in the ruach, in the wind? What does that look like, Holy Spirit? Because I want to keep showing up in the ruach. You got to have a revelation that Adam had a standing appointment in the cool of the day. Adam had a standing appointment in the ruach, in the spirit, in the wind, in the invisible moving force of the power of God. Adam had a standing appointment with God by means of the Holy Spirit to worship. Worship is not just running around dancing and, and waving a flag and all of that. Worship requires speaking. There was a requirement when Adam came in the presence of the almighty God in the ruach, in the cool of the day, and the requirement was the speaking. We're created to speak the out. Come when God breathed into man's nose, something had to come out of his mouth. What do you think it was? What's the weather look like today, God? Sure, did. the fruit sure looks good today, God. I don't think that's what it was. Come on, 
I believe that he was worshiping, offering God the fruit of his, of his worship, the fruit of his spirit, the fruit of his lips by means of worship. You have got to understand that we were created to speak the outcome, to speak forth all that we wanted to have and all that we wanted to see. Where Adam malfunctioned was, he got sidetracked. If we go to chapter 3 of Genesis, I don't want to get ahead of my Sunday message. I'm just going to give you a snippet. you got to come back so that we can, build, we can build our case on it. He began to get distracted, be, distracted because anything that turns your head turns your heart. He got so distracted that he disobeyed God. When he disobeyed God, he didn't show up for the standing appointment. That's what happens with us. When we miss the mark, when we fall into sin, when we don't shatter patterns, when we do things that we know, we know that they might be pleasing to our flesh, but we know that they're not pleasing to God, we begin to do like Adam and Eve. The Bible says they begin to try to hide and blend in to the environment. They begin to clothe themselves with leaves to try to hide from the presence of God. The scripture says, I'm, I'm getting ahead a little bit, but I'm going to come, I'm going to build this on Sunday, so you got to come back. The scripture says that because Adam had a standing appointment, God still showed up in the Ruach. And it says that Adam, listen to this, it's so powerful. It says that they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden. You heard his voice walking in the garden. And they became afraid of the same presence that they ran. It's hard for me to believe that they never heard his, his voice walking because they were having conversation with him and worshiping him. But the same thing that they once ran to, they ran away from. Let us get a revelation that our praise and our worship in the Ruach, in the Spirit, in the wind, by means of the Holy Spirit, who is a type to help us to understand how to have good relationship with God. When we negate that, we lose the glory of God and we begin to blend in with the environment. I'm still talking about speak the outcome and Holy Spirit help my mouth. The scripture tells us that our words can't, God's words don't return to him void. And if we're creating in his image and his likeness, our words can't return to us void either. Listen to me. Your words cannot return unfulfilled. Your words cannot return without results. But here's the, here's the problem. We're not speaking the outcome. Therefore, we're not getting the results that we desire. It's in our genes. We're created in God's. It's who we are. It's how he, how he hardwired us to function. The creative power and creative ability is released by the vehicle of the words of your mouth. Holy Spirit, help my 
mouth. Isaiah 55, 11 says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. This is the Lord, and we're created just like this. So your words are supposed to do what you please for them to do. They're supposed to accomplish what you send them out to accomplish, and they're supposed to prosper. Therefore, if we're going to speak the outcome, let us yield to the person of the Holy Spirit so that we can stop always venting. We love to vent. We love to vent. Okay, but you're a speaking spirit. So while you're venting, you're speaking that into being. Don't vent. Don't get so caught up in wanting to vent that it gives your circumstances life and it discourages you. We're supposed to speak the outcome, so we have to ask the Holy Spirit to help our mouths so we can stop describing the present situation. We got to describe the desired results. I don't have to describe, I got my hair pinned up in the back and I got on a, a off-white dress and some brown-looking shoes. In the, you see, I, I already have it. So why do I have to describe what I already see? Let me start describing, let me start proclaiming, let me start prophesying what I want to see. Let me start speaking the outcome. Stop talking about how lonely you are. Don't nobody want me and I haven't been on a date. And let us start speaking forth what we do want to see. Speaking forth the outcome in our lives. Do you understand that your words give direction to your life? Your words tell your life which way to go. Your words tell your life which direction to go. Luke chapter 12, verse 12 in the voice translation says, the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say at the moment when you need them. The Holy Spirit will give you the words to say when you need them. You've been empowered by the person of the Holy Spirit. Listen to speak. The outcome, not keep venting about what you have and what you see, but to speak the desired results. So Holy Spirit, help my mouth. Matthew chapter 10, verse 20, the voice translation says, it will not be you speaking, it will be the spirit of your father. Well, who is the spirit of your father? It's the Holy Spirit speaking through You, Father, Son, Holy Spirit are all very vocal. So you should be too. You were created to give voice to God's word and give direction to your life. You're supposed to speak the outcome. 
Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21 in the King James Version says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Listen, don't keep speaking crazy stuff and then your fruit have worms in it. Proverbs chapter 18, 21 in the contemporary English version says, Words can bring death or life. Talk too much and you will eat everything you say. The same passage of scripture again, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21 in the message translation says, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Poison or fruit? Well, Holy Spirit, help my mouth. Help me not to speak poison when I should be speaking fruit in my life. I'm going to close in just a moment. Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 21 says, As for me, this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit, which, who is his spirit? The Holy Spirit. My spirit, which is upon you, and my words, which I have put in your mouth, shall not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your offspring nor from the mouth of your offsprings, offsprings, said the Lord, from now until forever. Do you understand that your children, your offspring, those that you have influence over, they're watching how you operate. It's not good enough for you to tell them, don't do what I do, do what I say. No, they're going to watch and they're going to do exactly what they see you do. You have to demonstrate it. You were created to demonstrate it. I said you were created to demonstrate it. Get a revelation. You were created to demonstrate it, especially <clears throat> for your offspring. And it says your offsprings, offspring from now until forever. If my offspring is going to be blessed down to a thousand generations, I have to speak the outcome. My words can't return to me void. The word can't lie. Blessed to a thousand generations. Then Holy Spirit, help my mouth so that I speak the desired offspring. Here's a revelation. I'm going to close in a moment. Constantly being critical or criticizing your children or your spouse for that matter, it creates inferiority. Constantly putting them down. What you, why are you looking like that? What you, it creates something. You understand you are speaking spirit. Your words create. So when you speak, listen to me here. When you speak over your children, when you speak to your children, listen, even when you're frustrated, you are creating something in them. Do you want to create inferiority in your children, in your offspring, in those that, have, uh, that you have uh, influence over? Do you want to speak inferiority over your husband, over your wife, or even over yourself? Stop talking negative about yourself. Remember, I told you that any time that you say, I am, the whole force of heaven goes to push it forward. Why? 
your words can't return to you void. So be careful with the words that proceed out of your mouth concerning yourself. Oh, I'm so ugly. I'm so this. I'm so... If you don't like it, change it, but stop talking about it. Speak forth the desired outcome. Holy Spirit, help my mouth. I'm sure all of us can have a testimony of something that somebody said to us when we were seven years old, 10 years old, 13 years old, and it created something in you. And you begin to think that's what you are or that's who you are because words create. I only want to create a winning mindset in my children. I only want to create a loving mindset in my child. I don't want to create inferiority in my child, having my child think that everybody is better than they are. Speak words of edification. Speak words of exhortation. Speak words of comfort. Listen to me. You speak life. You speak the desired outcome. And when you have a problem doing it, Holy Spirit, help my the whole, I'm closing. The Holy Spirit of God has given you the power to create harmony in your home. The Holy Spirit, the third person of the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, God with you, God for you, God in you, has given you creative power and ability for you to create harmony in your home. That's your assignment. That's your responsibility to create harmony in your home. Stop marching the kids to the principal office and marching the kids to the coach, marching the kids to somebody else. No, it's your responsibility to create harmony in your home. And how do you do that? By the words that come out of your mouth. Your words should edify. Your words should exhort. Your words should comfort. Your words should bring strength. Your words should bring encouragement. People should love to be in your presence because they know when they leave out of your presence, they're going to feel edified. They're going to feel built up. They're going to feel strong. I remember every time I had a a situation, I always wanted to call my daddy because my daddy just had a way to make you feel like a million bucks. You just felt good after you talked. He, he was the type of person that knew how to build you up and how to edify. Listen to me. The Holy Spirit administers the wisdom of God, the grace from God, and the patience of God. Listen to settle disagreements. You don't have to hoop and holler and argue all the time especially in front of the children and in front of other people because remember, number one, you're supposed to speak the outcome and your words produce life or death, poison or fruit. Which one do you want? Even when you're irritated. When you're irritated, it's better to just put the shack to the up before you begin to speak poison in 
your family. The Holy Spirit gives you power to settle disagreements, to navigate differences. There are going to be differences, but the Holy Spirit gives you power to navigate these differences. Listen, this is key. The Holy Spirit gives you power to overcome stubbornness. Sometimes we just stubborn. Oh, you're going to say that to me? Well, I'm going to let you. We don't have to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You get to choose how you respond. Listen, even when your feelings are hurt. Last night I was driving home from my grandson's uh, baseball game, minding my own business, worshiping the Lord in the car with me and my dog, Egypt. I don't know what I did. I put my blinker on, got in the next lane, just going to doing what I do. The car comes next to me, and the man puts his finger out the window, and it wasn't his finger. It wasn't this one. It was the one next to it. And just left it out the window at me for a long time. My fellas got hurt. Now, immediately, my first inclination was, oh, I got a finger too. But then I said, Lord, bless him and keep him. <laughs> Make your face shine upon him. Whatever he going through, whatever demon that's m- messing with his mind, I rebuked it. I just start, I felt good about it because I had the power to choose, listen, and I had the power to enforce obedience when I didn't really feel like it. It's at the end of the day, it's getting dark early now. I'm trying to get home and get to my food that I made, trying to get to my grilled cheese sandwich and my tomato soup, and you playing a game with me with your finger out the... And in that moment, I had to choose because life is choice-driven. I set before you life or death, blessings or cursing, then he gave you a big old hand. He said, choose life. But with a straight face, you can reach right past life and pick up death. You can reach right past fruit and pick up poison. The choice is yours, but the Holy Spirit gives you power to make the right decision. Listen to me. I noticed this was my Third close. How many more I got? Pastor Dana, two more? Okay. I got two more. I'm going to be finished. Don't let your own mouth, your own mouth be the deciding witness against you. Don't let your own mouth be the deciding witness against your happiness, against what you've been believing God for. Don't let your own mouth jack you up, mess you up. Your own mouth. Because remember, you're a speaking spirit. God breathed into man's nostrils, the breath of life, the ruach, the invisible moving power from on high. It's in you. Now all you have to do is speak it. Don't let distractions mess you up. Choose the right words. And when you have a a problem choosing, take a second. Just give yourself a second. Give yourself, take three seconds. It's the Holy Spirit, help my mouth. And then give him three more seconds to do it. Come on. Otherwise, you will speak the result that you don't want to have. Listen to me. There is no terrible tools. Oh, they must be in the ter- Mm-mm. Those are the terrific tools. T- yeah, these teenagers ain't nothing but a heck. Nope, they're a blessing. 
Come on, you get to choose. You don't keep saying, oh, my spouses, they're all ball and chain. Nope. That's my covenant partner. And when we get an agreement, anything Hallelujah. can happen. Holy Spirit, help my mouth. The writer says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So when the teenagers are acting out of, out of sorts, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. My kids will tell you when they were teenagers, they heard that so much, they probably eyes probably made their eyes cross because I'm going to keep on saying it. You're going to understand you will serve the Lord. You will. It doesn't matter what all of your friends and your teammates and stuff are doing. Us, this family right here, we serving the Lord. This is what we're going to do. Come on, you get to speak the outcome. I didn't say, oh, they got to make their own mistakes. Mm-mm, they ain't got to make their own mistakes. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Holy Spirit, lead and guide them, direct them in the way to which you would have them to go. Help them to make good decision-making. Come on. I'm trying to help us in here, and I'm trying to close. This is my fourth close. I'm almost finished. I say this all the time, sometimes many times a day, and several times in a week, basically every day. I say, with long life, you satisfy. TGS is Gabe, Gabby, and I go through the whole family. And you show them your salvation. I say, all my children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of TGS and Gabe, Gabby. I go through the whole list of the, all the kids. And then, then I start adding the dogs to it, Coda, Caesar, and Egypt. Why? I'm speaking the outcome. Stop saying, oh, I'm so sick and start saying, I'm keeping sickness off of me. Sickness is not my portion. I'm not catching a cold. I'm keeping a cold. I'm resisting it. I'm resisting. Come on. You get to speak the outcome. Now, when you're sniffling and snotting and it's not running down, you're, you're tempted. to Remember, take three seconds. Holy Spirit, help my mouth. And then speak the outcome. Come on. I was laughing um, with one of my spiritual sons that had a, a minor, minor procedure. And uh, he said, well, I'm on my way home. I'm doing very, very well. And I'm just going to stop and get them people, them people prescription. And then I'm going home. I was like, you know why? It ain't his. Come on, put it in your mouth. This is the, I'm picking up the doctor's prescription. <laughs> it's not my medicine. Because if it's yours, you're going to have to, if it's yours, you own it and you got to keep taking it. But if it's their prescription, I just take it to alleviate symptoms and do what I had to do. I didn't say stop taking your medicine. Don't nobody lie on me to say that. But I don't stop speaking the word. Come on. When you take the, them people prescription, take the word too. I'm the heal, keeping sickness and disease off of me. Come on. You got to ask the Holy Spirit to help your mouth so that you can speak the outcome. What is your outcome for 2023? This is just August. We still got a lot of, uh, of year left. And maybe there were been some little glitches and little, little stuff happened along the way, but we're still here, right? So God can still move and will still move because remember the Holy Spirit is always moving. 
regardless of what it looks like, the Holy Spirit is always moving, and he's moving for you. So when I ask the Holy Spirit to help my mouth and I speak the outcome, that's when I get really bold with it. And I say, this is my year of illumination. (laughs) This is my year of revelation. This is my year of manifestation. This is my year of clarity. This is my year of elimination of confusion. This is my year of life defined with meticulous detail. This is my year of life unmistakably true for me, unmistakably true for me. This is my year of grace. This is my year. Come on, you ought to get excited about it. This is my year of completion. Your words can't return to you, void. This is my year of newness. This is my year of an upgrade. This is my year of abundance. This is my year of expansion. This is my year of fruitfulness. This is my year of prophetic fulfillment. This is my year of divine relationships. This is my year of divine marriages. This is my year of walking in the fruit of the Spirit. This is my year of flowing in the gifts of the Spirit. This is my year of manifestation. Happy New Year to me! (laughs) It starts all over right here and right now because faith is now. If it's not now, then it's not faith. Child of God, speak the outcome. And in a time of a challenge, ask the Holy Spirit to help my mouth. Every head bowed, every eye closed in prayer. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.